0: to Witness the strength of Flex Talk,
1: Flex Flex Flex, Flex, Flex Talk, Flex Talk. Un, two,
0: Waiting for a second chance. Waiting for their country to need them again. That time is meow. What do you guys give me if I kill that bird, Farber? That's a bald eagle. Get away, (laughs) Baldy! Yeah! Guys, what do I win? A one-way ticket to hell. The mustache does ride again, guys, and guess what? We are back! This time yeah. with a funny, funny episode uh, from the Broken Lizard crew, and guess what? It's 17 years later and 17 years in the making. Super Troopers 2 is here. And it's still funny. Yeah, it's still pretty funny. I thought it was pretty good. Um So the story in a nutshell is, once again, the uh, Troop is back. and It's been 17 years, like I said. And guess what? These guys all look the same and they're still funnier than ever. Um, Now, if you guys don't know about the Broken Lizard crew, they kind of wrote – it's a team of writers, right? Team of friends, yeah, team of writers, cool. and they uh, we found out that they all went to the same university. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the, remember the last one, that, uh, the Colgate University? You made a joke about the Colgate reference? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, they all kind of – I don't know if they met in college or, or if they knew each other before that, but it's like a team of writers, team of comedians. And um, I believe a couple of them do like some improv, like some side stuff, right? Is that what we found out? Like in real life? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's Foster, right? Doesn't Foster do some?
0: I think improv? it might be the guy that plays Foster and uh the guy that plays Farva. I think they kind of did like their own like, no, 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 not Foster. I'm sorry, it was um, I think his name is Mac or something. Is it like that. It Mac? Mac or? or Ma- it? I believe it's Mac. Yeah, I believe it's Mac and 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 Foster. They I'm, uh, Mac and Farva. I believe they have like their own like little sideshow. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw both of them on like this bill that I saw. You know. That makes sense. So, like, they have, like, an Abbott, Abbott and Costello routine or it's something. It's kind of like a one-man – it's almost like a one-man show. I mean, it is a two-man show type of type of deal. Right. I believe someone's going to have to correct me or something. I just don't want to look it up right now. But anyways, so this movie, um, it follows kind of the afterlife of Super Troopers 1, just what happened to all of them. And uh we found out they did get kicked off. If you guys haven't seen the first movie, they end up actually becoming police officers. And they – whatever something happened – they got uh, oh, we do get actually explained what happened. Uh, yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. They kind of reference it. Uh, I don't want to give it away. But it's not really a spoiler, but it is kind of something funny that if you don't know, you don't want to really hear about it. So, they get kicked off that police force because of their hijinks once again. And they're all kind of just in retirement. And, you know, most of them do construction now. And uh, I think the older uh, sergeant uh w- is like retired now, right? He's like just goes fishing yeah. all the time. So, it's, <laughs> yeah. dude, it's I can't believe that guy's still alive, right? I can't believe that actor. Seventeen years later, this actor's Brian still Cox, alive. By the way, yeah, yeah, Brian, Co- uh, Brian Cap- Cox, Captain O'Hagan. That's what it was, Captain O'Hagan. And there's uh, actually a little uh side note about it. Uh, I guess he was really
1: cranky. They said during filming because he didn't like doing late shots, so they had to do everything like in the morning. Oh, really? Yeah, he was getting crusty with the with the crew and Jay and all them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as yeah. you get older, you get tired, and I, I wonder if he did any movies in, in between these. I kind of want to want to see the range of his. I think I, I, his face is very recognizable. Do you know remember any of the movies that he was in before that? I know he was. Yeah, he was in
1: Manhunter, but that was like
0: a long, long ass time oh, ago. He was one of the cops in Manhunter. Ago. Hell of a long time ago. Yeah, this guy Brian Cox. He was born in 1946 in Scotland. Wow, oh, God. Yeah, it looks like he's still doing, still doing some things, man. Nothing still doing it. So, yeah, a lot more TV work. It, it says a lot more TV work though. Oh wow, he's in the movie Pixels. Your favorite movie?
1: Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get a card that says, "I just don't want to pay taxes for all my lives," and I wanted to say, fuck my balls."
0: <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so the so the cast is all here, and pretty much what it is is uh, we have the mayor. Uh, was, was she the mayor of the town? In the first movie? Yeah. The, no, no, um, no, no, no. She was... um she's a congresswoman. Um, where,
1: the governor. The governor was... Um, you okay. know who that was, right? The governor was actually um, fucking uh, Wonder Woman. That was the old school Wonder Woman.
0: That is... Oh, my God. Yeah. You're so spot on right now. It was the that's old from did. the old Wonder Woman TV shows, right?
1: Yeah. Actually, my girl told me about that. And I was like, no way. She's like, yeah. That's, wow. that's the old school Wonder Woman. She's actually Woman aged pretty,
0: pretty well. She has to be in her, what, late 60s or... Yeah. Something like that. That's right.
1: She said, like, in the movie, you could tell, like, when they do, like, there's, like, a close-up of her hands, Mm -hmm. and you could tell, like, she's older,
0: I guess. You can always tell the age in the hands, whether they get their face reconstructed or whatever. But anyway, she assembles the troops, and she basically tells them that our U.S. and Canada border isn't all the way straight across, like, what it looks like on the map. There's actually some overlap that I guess was not accounted for, and technically in canada it's u.s soil and we need some u.s uh troopers to kind of like watch over that area while the canadians currently there are going to be assimilating or kind of just uh become american citizens right is what it is yeah, So it's like they're like a u.s
1: uh, border border patrol almost
0: it's kind of weird yeah, yeah yeah so mm-hmm. so while they're in that transfer mode um, or just not converting mode. What is it called? I'm looking for the word transitioning. It's like a transi- transi- transitional period. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sorry. I had a brain fart. Transitional period. Um, these super troopers, quote unquote super troopers are going to be kind of like, you know, just, just the police in town there. So now they currently have mounties, Canadian mounties that do not like that. So of course we get like that. The, the the first story, you know, they're going to be butting heads and stuff like that while this transitional period's happening. You know, all amidst all that hijinks, we get things that come into play. Like they don't have the miles over there; they have the metric system. Yeah. So we, <laughs> they have to change all the speed limit signs from kilometers to 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 kilometers, miles, kilometers yeah. kilometers to uh, to miles, and it, it is it's funny because. You get a lot of the Canadians cracking America at the Americans, you know, for, for being overweight and, and they make America great again thing. And everybody has guns and gun control. It, it, it's really, it's really funny to see the banter going back and forth between Canadians and Americans because we always think, I think there's like this preconceived notion that Canadians are just fun, friendly people and they're right. softies, right? They're softies. They're not as hard as Americans. And I mean, I, these guys
1: were—I t- mean, yeah—but only they, they totally totally—they're uh, uh, tough. They're, they were yeah. tough.
0: They were tough and funny. Yeah, they they didn't—they didn't take any shit.
1: Yeah, I liked—I liked—I uh, liked certain parts when they were making fun of the the metric system. Though when when one of them was like was
0: like—I
1: uh, don't know if he's making fun of me or he's complimenting me. Yeah, <laughs> that's like—I don't know how to take
0: that. Yeah, I don't know how how like, take that comment. But yeah, so once again, we get all that whole broken lizards crew. Uh, if you guys haven't seen their films, definitely check them out. I want I want to check them out. I still have yet to check out like uh, Club Dread, and um, that's what it's called, right? Club Dread. Yeah,
1: I was I was gonna watch that the other day, and then like I don't know, I changed my mind. and watched something else.
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, it. we we did see the Beer Fest, which was pretty funny. I mean, I, these movies aren't really to me like they're not like side splitting. Like you can watch them like one time and be satisfied with them, but. Yeah. um I feel like a lot of these these jokes are just improvised, like it's just on the spot humor.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think a lot of this stuff is like scripted. I mean, if it, no. I mean, if it is, but it's like maybe like keynotes, you know. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like major, like okay, we're going to script this choreography like this and that. I mean, I'm sure there's a script, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely sure that there's some a lot of jokes that are improvised. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, so along from the broken lizards crew, we get um, cameos from Sean William Scott uh we have damon waynes jr <laughs> which was funny to see both those guys and then we have rob Lowe. rob Lowe. yes yeah, so that that was really cool i'm trying to find this actress that was also in it the woman uh the one that played the french woman uh she was the one that oh. every, everyone was after i can't find her i know she was in uh she was in the originals
1: not that i watched that show but yeah she's in the original
0: uh here we go show. Eman- e- emmanuel Shirikui? Oh my gosh. I can't even pronounce. She's actually from Quebec, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Really? Wow. Really? Yeah, I believe it's Emmanuel. So she must be like French Canadian. And that's I'm exactly, that, eh? that's exactly what she plays in the, in the film. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, along it from, yeah, along with a couple other guys who play the Mounties who are really funny. Uh, Hayes MacArthur, who played Mounty Podian. Uh, Tyler Laban as Mounty Belafueur. And Will Sasso is Mounty Arkimbalk. So, Will. yeah, Will Sasso shines in this film. If you guys don't know about Will Sasso, he's from, uh, Mad TV in the late nineties. And, uh, I think Mad TV went on, right? It, it went on after Will Sasso too, like all those guys. Yeah, but it, it, it just it it wasn't the same, man. Yeah, kinda it kind of petered it wasn't out, kind of petered out a little bit. It's kind of like how SNL is currently. Like you really don't, it's not as funny as it was like in the nineties, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, they may have like one bit that's hilarious, and then the rest of it is just like, what? I don't, I don't was that supposed to be funny? Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. I think com- comedy has definitely changed over the years. Um, of course, comedy is always subjective, so you're going to get the younger people that think that this generation of comedians are funny, and of course, we're older, so we're going to be loving the comedians we grew up on in the '90s, right? Right. Speaking speaking of that, did, didn't you find that some of the jokes were just redundant because they kept going? They kept they kept going
1: back to the old movie, and it was almost yeah. like. It was a rehash. It, it was definitely yeah. a rehash for sure. Oh.
0: So, I mean, I think they purposely did that to to just shout out to the audience like, hey, remember Super Troopers 1? You know, like this is funny, right? Yeah. And then, um, had, and then they had these like random jokes that reference like Breakfast Club and stuff like that. And, and if you don't – if you're not as old as we are, I mean, you don't know about the Breakfast Club at all unless you're really a movie enthusiast and you kind of just go back and watch those gems. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they, I mean, they did—they did have some new jokes, and I think what really made Will Sasso sh-
1: shine was the whole Sunny in Philadelphia's.
0: Yeah, there's know? there's a there's a funny bit where he starts talking about Danny DeVito and what movies Danny DeVito has been has been in, and it just goes on for for a while. But it's actually really really funny because it sounds it seems like really realistic.
1: Yeah, that was, that was probably my favorite part of the whole movie, almost. And 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 Favre, yeah, still. I think he still brought a lot of the ta- to the table. Farva kind of reminds me of like a like a real-life Cartman sort of. Yeah. But, but yeah. more annoying with his like gum-chewing and shit.
0: There's something but about Farva, man, that just always seems really, really genuine. Like that's how he is in real... I know he's not like that in real life as a real person, but you always kind of know that one guy. There's always that one guy that you know in your life that's like a Farva, right? Yeah, he's like...
1: I would say that he's like a mixture of like John Candy from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles and mm-hmm. something else. He kind of has those qualities of you know what I mean? Like, cause he does have a heart. So there's some stuff that you're just very, like, very Chris, kinda, Far,
0: very, very Chris Farley in there too. Not just because they're, they're over, you know, overweight actors, but like, right. he kind of has like that, that very like cocky attitude when, when it shouldn't be because like in this film, for example, he's after that one girl who I just named Emmanuel, the right. French, the French Canadian woman who's in the movie. She plays a very f- pivotal point as well. But, um, he's really after her and, and he thinks that she wants him. You know, type of thing. So right. it's like that. You get that whole cocky attitude when you're like, okay, obviously this girl's not into this fat ass. You know what I mean? But
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but you just, you just love it because he like he never gives up, and he's just yeah. he's just constantly constantly trying to be funny and mm-hmm. stuff.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I thought I thought the only character cameo that really fell flat was was Rob Lowe. Uh, I I thought. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially watching shows um, where he's more comedic and like Parks and Rec, I think he's funnier in shows like that um than in this film I don't, I don't know I just, it just didn't really grasp me and he and he's he doesn't really have long scenes I mean his scenes run maybe you know four or five minutes you know other than the the ending scene at the end there's a huge like huge scene that happens towards the end of the movie or at the end of the movie that he's in a lot but the little short clips here and there like there's a scene where they enter a brothel and they have like a little interact I thought that brothel scene was really funny by the way oh yeah what he was yeah yeah was, and, uh, and, and, was and going par- punch
1: Punch bag on that thing.
0: Yeah, yes. <laughs> so, like, um, little little scenes like that. Uh, but, like, the jokes that he was, you know, kind trying of to, trying to crack weren't that funny. I didn't think so. And what's funny about that, too, is he, uh,
1: according to, um, I think it was on Screen Ran I read it, or so, read it or something like that, uh-huh. Um he he didn't read the script at all. He just totally agreed to it. He he was right after he was fil- filming something for The Grinder, and Jay approached him, and he said, uh-huh. yeah, I'll, I'll do it. And along with – same thing with Fred Savage. Fred Savage did the cameo because he happened to be on that set, and he's like, oh, i got to mm. be a part of this too. Yeah. So then they just, they just brought him in on it.
0: Yeah, just a heads up, guys. There is a Fred Savage cameo in this film. Fred Savage. Fred Savage is such a legendary guy, man. He's just like Dude, one of those – he's like one of those guys where it's like, you know what? I don't care if I if you don't do as many films or appearances as I think you should. You're just a legend just like for the for the work that you've done. Like it kind of just speaks for itself. Like he's such a he looks like such a cool guy.
1: Oh yeah. And I love the I love the little one year jokes. That was pretty funny. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So
1: he's like, he's like, no, that, like, like that was a show. No. What? <laughs>
0: yeah. So, so, so overall, as, as a film, I mean, um, if you're a comedian, uh, if you're a comedian, if you're a comedy lover, definitely, um, check this film out. Uh, as a story, it wasn't really digging it. I mean, it was a real rehash. I mean, they were trying to find out who was, you know, smuggling drugs and the, it, it, dude, it was literally like a rehash of the first one. They were trying to figure out who was smuggling drugs in this little town. Uh, That was transitioning to uh, become American and Americanized pretty much. And um, I thought it was that, I thought in that aspect it was kind of lame. Some of the jokes went on a little too long and they weren't as side splitting, I think maybe as the first one. Um, But a really cool scene in the movie, we get to hear that song Big Bear once again. Gotta remember that. Big yeah, bear, yeah. yeah. We, we get that big bear, and it's actually there's actually a big bear in the scene, so that's kind of funny. Speaking <laughs> really, of the bear, they yeah. used a real 1,400 pound bear in the movie. They which did is crazy. They did. That yeah. that was actually a really fun, funny scene. I thought. And right. um, but yeah, as the overall whole of the film, I gotta give it ugh, maybe like a, I'll give it. I'll be generous and give it a seven out of ten as far as the comedic, like making me laugh. I will give it an eight out of ten because these guys always always bring it, you know. Damn it! Damn it! Yes, I, I, I what do you give it? I,
1: <laughs> that was that was my same score, brother. Mm. That was my same score. Good God! Okay, yeah, what um, would you give it? A seven or I, an
0: eight out of ten? I'm gonna give it an eight.
1: But as far as my dislikes, I didn't like how they they basically just yeah, like you said, it was a rehash. They kept using the same jokes. I did enjoy the Canadian banter and comedy between Will Sasso and everything, but I really felt like like Will Saf- Sasso overshined all of them. Like even really? even Farva. I mean, there were far, some really funny Farva moments, but it was like – it wasn't as funny as Will Sasso.
0: Yeah. I don't know. And they should have given him a little more screen time too.
1: Yeah, but I do give him props. I guess that's why my score is a little bit higher because I was going to go with a 7. But I'm giving it an 8 out of 10 because mm. 17 years later and they still kind of have the same chemistry. This is true. Except for the rehash of the same jokes. But other than that, it was pretty funny.
0: This is definitely true. It's it's hard – Um, it, it, I think it's hard, first of all, to even create a sequel – let alone right. be as funny as this. I mean, dude, look what happened to Joe Dirt. Oh my god. Oh my god, horrible, horrible, horrible comedic se- sequel. Horrible. horrible. Um, I'm trying to think. Of was that other- straight to DVD? I, I think that. Was <laughs> yeah, it was. It was straight to VOD for sure. <laughs> um, another terrible. Well, no, well, not as funny sequel. Dumb and Dumber or Dumb and Dumber Two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not the That's- prequel. Yeah. But the Dumb and Dumber where they actually came back as Harry and Lloyd, um, uh, yep. Jim, Jim Carrey and, and uh, 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 oh, I'm bashing my head. Jim Carrey and and what's his name? <laughs> Jim Carrey
1: and uh, D- Daniel Lloyd, or um, no, I mean uh, Jeff Daniels. Oh my God, what is his name? Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, not a funny sequel um uh yeah there was like one
1: good joke in that whole fucking movie yeah the
0: second and harold and kumar not a funny sequel not as funny as the first one so it's like you have so many of these like you could even you could even say that for the old cheech and chong movies not as funny as up and smoke like to me to me i didn't think they were as funny as up and smoke like you have so much to live up to especially when you have this many characters and it's like I would throw Super Troopers 1 in a cult, in cult classic comedy, would you? Modern cult classic comedy? Yeah, and and like you said,
1: it's 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 hard to make a sequel period, not even just in comedy. I think it's harder for comedies than it is a regular movie, but then again, even there you have you have some certain aspects and problems like for example Terminator 2, the most successful sequel of all time. Like nothing, I don't think anything ever beats that, really. Yeah, not that, but secret. that's but that's not a
0: comedy. I mean we don't No, I know I just mean movies in general. Yeah. Like it's it's hard. It's hard, you know? You're right. I think it's it's easier to make like action or um horror or you know, some of these other movies without having to focus on the on the comedic writing so much because once again, comedy is subjective, and then you get these generational gaps where I, I think if I were if, if I were thirteen years old and I saw Super Troopers 2, I would not fucking get it. I would not get it at all. What the fuck is going on? Like as far as no. the the jokes, I wouldn't get why these things are funny. Yeah, you know what I mean. You have to be, be you have to be in your late twenties, early thirties to kind of get what why this is funny. Yeah. I think it's you, almost like that slapstick humor a little bit of of the, just the antics they play on 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 people.
1: Yeah, it was almost like it was almost like Animal House mixed with uh, with cops, sort of. You know what I
0: mean? <laughs> yeah, something like, like their that. Like your antics. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, we give us a pretty high score. Uh, I would definitely watch it in theaters, catch it on VOD or, or, um, I probably, I probably wouldn't buy it because sometimes, I, like I told you in the fir- in the first review of Super Troopers 1, um, I maybe watched it twice or three times. You know what right. I mean? I, I caught it on streaming like the third time and it, it's one of those movies like you're satisfied the first couple times you're watching it and you just kind of get over it. And then you're yeah, like, you like, yeah. okay, let me let me see what these guys have coming out next. Like, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it it's just it has that feel to me for some reason. Yeah,
1: Like yeah, I, that has that nostalgia feel when you watch it, and then you're like, oh,
0: like you I, I could, like, like I feel like I, I could throw on Office Space any time of the week, and I'll be fucking just dying laughing.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, that movie is hilarious.
0: There's something That's about
1: it. something about it. And I feel like if they if they made a sequel to that, it would totally ruin it. Like, why? Yeah, There's, no, I don't think there needs to be a sequel. Yeah. There's no overkill. It's overkill. You know? Yeah.
0: And 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 if they if they wait for these movies to become cult like or get this cult status, they're going to be waiting for 17 years just like this these guys did. And I think they just need to believe in the writing, believe in the actors, and just put these movies out, whether it gets funded by a big studio or not. Like, you know how many people are putting out shit just VOD. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like... Yeah. If the, and they're good and we just don't know about it probably a lot. Probably a lot. Yeah. Like, they just need to really um, trust the fans and trust in themselves that they have a good product and not wait so long. Like if, they, like you said, if they were to put out Office Space 2, uh, it wouldn't do as well because there's been such a long gap. You know what, right. what I mean? Right. What, what would they really do? Like, they do like the future.
1: It'd be like Peter's son or something. Because like, I don't, I don't yeah, think yeah, I want to see the them way. old and like in a movie. It's like... It's almost like uh, the new oceans. I, I understand, yeah, I. I mm. it, but it makes it makes. A, it makes a, I don't know. It's just I don't know how that's gonna do. It just looks yeah.
0: Weird. I don't know how I feel about that new uh, ocean's eight film too. I, I know it's a. I really don't care that it's an all female cast. Like to me, that not like. Oh my god! I gotta see it now. Like I really. Right, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's just a that's just society type thing right now. Um, that people are going through. Like they're supporting a lot more female uh, actresses. And writer, female writers, and female choreographers, and just everything female. But I don't think that's what makes a good movie a good movie. It doesn't matter what you have between your legs. That doesn't make a good movie. Yeah, because Ghostbusters wasn't, was, was pretty good, right? It, uh, but that was a male director. That wasn't, yeah. Yeah, I mean, though, the female cast. But I'm, but I'm talking about like even, um, like I understand the female perspective, but I don't think that, that has to be the determining factor. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. That's what I meant. Like, I didn't, I didn't think the new Ghostbusters was that good.
0: Yeah, because there's, there's millions of all male dominated cast and directing and writers, and they're shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just because I'm a guy doesn't mean I have to support that. A, a, you know, a guy producing a film. I would. I'm sure there's a lot of female produced films that I've seen that I didn't even know was a female producer or director, and I thought it was, you know, phenomenal. Right. So, um. I don't even know how we got on this topic, but <laughs> we're at the we're coming like on twenty you know over twenty minutes of the review. Um, did you want to talk any spoilers at all, or did I, this is kind of just like a straightforward movie from beginning to end? I mean, I mean, I mean there you want are
1: spoilers, about? but it's like it does it. I don't know. There's 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 we already talked about the uh, the Danny DeVito segment, and there's yeah there's that bro-
0: that brothel scene was a little too. Um, I always feel a little uncomfortable when I see a dick on this big screen. I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was really weird. Yeah, there's a really scene weird. where, uh, Rob Lowe, oh, sorry, spoiler, spoiler, warning, spoiler, spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> if you don't want to hear about dicks, if you don't want to hear about dicks, turn this off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is not a dick free zone. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, some of the troopers, I think it's Mac and Foster, they walk into a brothel and Rob Lowe's in there. And, and I guess in Canada, I don't know if this is a real thing. In Canada, I guess they have, they have, uh, same-sex brothels. Uh, it's like a strip club and a brothel put together. So, it's like you have female strippers and male strippers at the same time. So, people can get like a lap dance from a guy or a girl. And apparently, they make it seem like everybody's bisexual in Canada or like they're yeah. cool with that or something. Yeah, it's like
1: Amsterdam red light district on crack. It was really, really awkward.
0: Yeah, and there's a scene where a guy's just standing there with his dick, like literally just hanging, <laughs> flaccid. And Roblo goes, you know, hey, if you want to just uh, you want if you want to tug, here you go. Like, and he just pulls on this guy's—is it a dick or his balls or something? <laughs> I, think, I think it's his dick. I think he pulls, he on, pulls dick. on this guy's dick. <laughs> and it's just like what? <laughs>
1: Like why would you do that?
0: Like, yeah, right. to to me, I mean, most people, I think nowadays, younger would be like, oh, it's not a big deal or whatever. But I think that's a big deal. That was that was definitely awkward and different. That was awkward. I, I thought it was. I thought it was like one of that cringe, like cringe funny, you know, like where it's just like so outlandish. It's funny. Yeah, that but, was, um, that was different. yeah, and then I there's also uh, like you were saying, or uh, earlier on a phone call, you said that, that you kind of thought it was a dark joke that they made a Stephen Hawking joke.
1: Yeah, Farmer's in this. He t- okay, so. For people that haven't seen the film, there's this, or there whatever, it, it, there's this part where Farva, they're all taking drugs and they all trip balls. And Farva takes like a muscle relaxer and he's in this, he <laughs> fucking, he takes his hardcore muscle relaxer. He looks like Stephen Hawking. He's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> he's, And then they, they kind of, but they didn't know that Stephen Hawking died and they said something about
0: Stephen Hawking. I thought that was hilarious. Well, this is, before, this is like, before Stephen oh, Hawking died. died. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen Hawking no, that's just how, died recently. Yeah. That's how, that's how, yeah. But I was. Well, like, you said before wow. before they knew Stephen Hawking died.
1: Yeah, before they knew he died, and I was like, wow. Yeah. And then, dude, the M and M's man—that was hilarious. He kept fucking who the fuck swallows whole M and M's, like. That?
0: Yeah, there's a scene where Farva's swallowing whole uh, M and M's, and uh, and Captain O'Hagan comes in and he goes, "Are you swallowing those M and M's whole?" He goes, "Yeah, they're all going." <laughs> and Farva says, "Yeah, they're all going to the same place. What does it matter?" <laughs> and he's just like, "Nope." Oh. Go and now and now I'm if
1: he's really, he really did that and I wouldn't put it past him because these fuckers drank like maple syrup and they they, they swore never to do it again. That's why they did this all this other shit.
0: Yeah, yes, yeah, so, yeah. I, I mean I thought it was a fun fun overall movie, but it's not much different than the first movie. Um, I thought the whole beginning dream sequence of Super Troopers Two was fucking awesome, where it shows them yeah. all on the tour bus. Yeah, there's a little rock band. That was pretty funny. Yeah, they were all rocking out and they were all playing different instruments and sean william scott and damon waynes jr come in as troopers and they say holy shit are you guys the uh what are they called Crack- like
1: crackling bacon crackling bacon
0: crackling bacon yeah the band Cracklin called crackling bacon. bacon and they just start rocking out with them and it is fucking hilarious dude that and they, and they just kind of like ensue in like a high-speed chase with these troopers and uh and mac dies right he ends up getting shot in the dream sequence yeah
1: yeah, then he's in the fucking tree doing like a thumbs up
0: (laughs) i was when i saw that thumbs up i fucking lost it dude i fucking lost it that was fucking hilarious but um yeah this is definitely one of those um like 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 uh like goofy like just real goofy comedic movies you know what i mean definitely check that one out and uh yeah that's that's the end of our of our podcast review yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, guys. So make sure you guys, uh, if you guys don't know, we are streaming like on iTunes, Castbox, Mixcloud, pretty much just, uh, what you can do is you can just go to Google and Google Flix Talk. That's F L I X Talk. And we should be on there on, on whatever streaming platform you guys got. Just search for us. Uh, also on YouTube. And we just started a new Instagram page at Talk Flix. Someone already had Flix talk. So it is at Talk Flix, F-L-I-X. Shoot us a follow. We'll follow you guys back. Send us a DM if you guys have any movies that we don't know about that are new or even classic. We might want to check them out. And finally, we just started a brand new website, which is going to be the home for all of our podcast and reviews. FlixTalkPodcast.com. Log on. We're going to have trailers as well. Trailers for new movies coming up. And we're, we're probably going to do some uh top 10 lists, I think, of or top 10 lists at the end of the year, probably, or just upcoming movies we're looking forward to for summer because summer is, it's officially spring, so summer is coming up next, summer 2008 and we got some fucking awesome movies coming up. That's right, and also a little, just a little side note, I just wanted to tell you guys that there's also
1: a Super Troopers 3 in the works. gonna be a Super Troopers 3. No! Yes. Are you serious? I know. I'm not shitting you. I am not shitting you. Hopefully this, hopefully this
0: comes out, like, uh, in a couple years and not fucking 20 years down the line, man.
1: Yeah, maybe it'll be like a uh, future troopers or something. I don't know. Oh, ooh. future trooper! You should pitch that to Jay. Future trooper in a world gone <laughs> mad by bacon. I was
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So this is David for Flix Talk signing out,
1: and this is Josh from Flix Talk. Tell you to keep on watching.